0: Come back Let's Rage Sports Rage with Gabe Morenzi. Rage all you want. Let's roll level two. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Morenzi to pick the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Throwing it down on the Thursday night to throw it down. Thanks to Teddy Covers for stepping up and in. Now it's just a you and a me as a Chicago Bears beat Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A confused Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers at the end of the football game. Tom Brady was unaware uh, that the game was over. Uh, he actually thought that they had another down left. And, you know, for a coach that complains about attention to detail and for a coach that throws everybody under the bus as much as he does, you ever notice it's never Bruce Arian's fault? It's the O-line's fault. It's the, the, the coordinator's fault. It's Tom Brady's fault even. Arians throws everyone under the bus, yet Arians is like really one of the most overrated coaches. He was a good coach. He had a good run. It was a long time ago. You know what I mean? They had that run with Arizona, and then it got uh, smoked by Carolina, and it is what it is. And then uh, Arizona sucked again after. Uh, The the legend of Bruce Arians is a little bit overblown, but Tep aren't done. Brady's not done or anything like that, but they're not that good. They're, you know, they're 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 a wild card caliber NFL football team. That's what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are. Tampa Bay can beat you. You know they can hang around. They can win. They can beat some teams. They're not a great football team. Chicago Bears aren't a great football team, but it doesn't matter. Uh, they're four and one. But it's amazing, isn't it? As the Chicago Bears led by Nick Foles, and it's not like Nick Foles played great or anything like that. Uh, but it doesn't really matter. Nick Foles beats Tom Brady again. But if I was the Chicago Bears, I wouldn't be getting too excited. Nick Foles is terrible. You know, I don't know what it is. Like, you know, the guy wins against Tom Brady, and it is what it is. But if you saw him play against the Colts <laughs> or anyone else, this is what Nick Foles does. He fools you, he tricks you. He's a chameleon. Nice guy. <laughs> nice guy. Yeah, that's it. It, it, Nick Foles is an instance where you know sometimes nice guys do finish first. As Nick Foles really is a nice guy. Um, so, but whatever. Damn. We hit the teaser. We lose uh, the box. We lose the over. Should have known better, but I never win when I bet on unders. We hit the over. of The college uh, game. Uh, the Yankees victorious. Yankees victorious, but it actually first time the Yankees stayed under the number, and now the Tampa Bay Rays are in a lot of trouble. Garrett Cole takes the hell. We'll break it down. We're talking Dodgers. We're talking Yankees. The Braves. College football. NBA. Bring it. I just can't live without rage. <laughs> oh! Sports race late night continues. I am Gabriel morenzi <clears throat> Shout out to all of our radio affiliates wherever you may be tuning in uh, this evening. Shout out to uh, SoCal and uh, the Mightier 1090 crew. We uh, look forward to seeing you guys uh, soon. Uh, Where uh, there's talks about uh, a live a live event, uh, but of course, but of course, it's like Seinfeld. You know, of course, we'd hire you, but of course, I'm under indictment. Uh, but of course, COVID, you know, <laughs> you, you know, COVID. So um, we'll see what happens over the next uh, next month or so, right? Next, next couple of months, uh, we'll see how things uh, develop. All right, so we've got the NBA Finals uh, returning tomorrow night. Um, and if, if the... If the um, Rays would have beaten the Yankees uh, tonight, we wouldn't have had any uh, baseball uh, until Sunday. But now the fact that the Rays lost to the Yankees, we have a game five, so we've got baseball uh, on the board. So that's, uh, that's, that's good news, bad news. Bad news is I was on the Rays and I lose money on the game. The uh, good news is there's baseball tomorrow. And I've been on the Rays in all four games in this series, uh, but I'm not a Rays fan. And it's time to jump on the Bronx Bombers. As I stated, it's minus 154. We just talked about the number with Ted uh, Teddy Covers a couple of minutes ago. It's minus 154. I got to believe it goes up. You, you normally don't get a number that low when you're talking about uh, Garrett Cole being on the hill. Garrett Cole is money. It's not as if like he's overrated or something. The guy's going to bring it. And, and I just think Tampa, Tampa blew their opportunity. You know, it's like a fight. You know what I mean? You had your opponent on the ropes, and your opponent's a big dude that can knock you the uh, the F out. And, you know, your, your opponent's Aaron Judge. You had him on the ropes, man. And, you know, you didn't finish him off. <laughs> and now now he's got a second wind, and you know the Yankees. And they these teams hate each other, too. And I've been betting on Tampa, but Tampa are pretty cocky. And, and Listen, no one's ever going to feel sorry for the Yankees. The Yankees aren't, like, victims, uh, but... Tampa are kind of the instigators in this stuff all the time. Like, Tampa are the ones that always talk about how much they hate the Yankees. Um, you know, because they're the, they're the small, you know, the David versus Goliath stuff. But, you know, you piss the Yankees off, and now they have their best pitcher coming at you. I think the number will only go up, actually. So, if you're betting this game, my overnight suggestion is, if you like the Yankees, take the Yankees now. If you like the Rays, my suggestion is wait uh, the mainstream public generally doesn't bet uh overnight numbers. Um, you know, the public's gonna start betting this game tomorrow afternoon as the day goes on. So the numbers only gonna go up because the public are gonna all gonna bet on Garrett Cole. So uh, if you like the Yankees, I would suggest jumping in on it. As far as the NBA game is concerned, as we discussed with Teddy, it's a tough one. They're all tough. What, what, what bet any bet on any sporting event is tough. All right. So where we always saw it's a tough one. Yeah, they're all tough. But Miami really are going to have to bring it tomorrow to cover the number in this game. Like, uh, the Lakers will... all We've seen the Lakers are able to spot Miami a lead early in these games, and the Lakers just go on these big runs. They flick the switch, and they turn it up a notch. And there's always that fear. And, you know, when your back's against the wall, when you're in an elimination game, like Miami, let's say Miami are battling all night, and. You know, I think the best I think the best way of putting this is Miami could play like perfect basketball tomorrow and you know what it'll be a close game. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like Miami could bring their A game, everyone plays well. That gives them a chance to be in a close game. The Lakers bring their A game tomorrow and they're popping the champagne and they win by 17 points. Like and you know the danger is that if Miami's battling all night and, you know, they're up by four, they're up by five, or they're down by three and four, whatever, and then with six, seven minutes left, the Lakers just go on that, all right, they hit a three here, Caldwell-Pope here, there, DAD with a dunk, and then suddenly they're down by 11. They're not going to fight back for that backdoor cover. That's what I'm concerned about. Miami are coming in hot, but, I mean, when I say hot, they're coming in intense, but... If it doesn't work out for them, you know what happens. You bring the intensity earlier, there's going to be a massive mental crash, and then they're going to realize we're screwed. We're, we're losing tonight, and then we're done. Are we pushing our lock list and betting on Miami again? They are 3-1 and one against the spread in this series. We should note that. They are 3-1 and one against the spread. So even if you bet on Miami, you're betting on them all the time, you lose, you, you are still up uh, in the series betting on them. I think you know what? Honestly, I think the safer and better way to go probably be Miami first quarter. Miami Heat first quarter, maybe Miami Heat first half as well. Uh you get to get a first half number, four and a half, Miami Heat plus four and a half. You don't have to and I think this is the way to go, actually. Expect Miami to come out intense early, play well early, but there's always that danger the Lakers are gonna flick the switch. And go on that run. So I think it's somewhat like betting a baseball game of, and avoiding the bullpen, right? Betting the first five, uh, so to speak. Now, as far as LeBron James is concerned, it's funny because I I talked about this exact subject and topic like a couple of nights ago or last week or whatever about LeBron James and about how he's still not a Los Angeles Laker. And LeBron James, I know Laker fans, right? I mean, I, I've li- I lived in Los Angeles. And I know Laker fans. It's a Laker town, as big as the Dodgers are. It's a Laker town. It's the Lakers and Dodgers, and then sort of everything else. But the Lakers, are people don't realize like just how big the Lakers really are. Like it's it's about the Lakers there. And LeBron James, think about it, guys. When LeBron James went there, his mural got defaced. Like, they put, like, somebody, when, when, when LeBron announced he was going to go to the Lakers, when he went to the Lakers, somebody, like, painted a mural next to Kobe Bryant. Like, you know, and, I'm like, there's a mural, and it was Kobe Bryant and other Laker greats and stuff, and they put LeBron up, and people defaced it. And it wasn't, remember another guy, like, threw a shoe up and tried to knock, like, a LeBron poster, a guy in a Kobe jersey? He was like, what? And it was another dude, like... People in L.A. were, like, tearing LeBron stuff down. They were like, dude, he's not Kobe Bryant. He's not a Laker. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, he signed here. And we all knew. Like, you know, let, let's just be real. I, you know, did LeBron sign with the Lakers because it was a dream to play for the Lakers? He never, like, was, you know what I mean? He never talked about it being a dream to play for the Lakers. At the time, he signed with the Lakers for, as a business, you know, movie, the Space Jam. Easier to be, you know, do movies and cut these deals in Hollywood if, you know, you're in Hollywood as opposed to being in Cleveland. And I get it. You can cut deals anywhere nowadays, but nevertheless, it is what it is. And that was one of his motivating factors. I don't know, like, you know, and I think Laker fans knew that. They were like, he's not really a Laker. He's sort of using the jersey, like, you know what I mean? And using the brand. And you saw it. Quite frankly, he didn't care last year. You know, he didn't care. You saw it, man. Oh, you know, he said he was hurt and he was really just smoking weed in a recording studio. You know, he didn't like that the picture, the, 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 I forget what artist it was, but the artist actually took, posted a picture and people did like the meta data. People can figure that stuff out. It's pretty crazy. I don't know, I can't explain it, but um, I don't know how they do it, but basically they can tell when a picture was taken, even if the date's not on it, like the, the minute and stuff. So, there was a Friday night. LeBron said he wasn't feeling well or whatever. He was really in a studio. And you see, like, everyone smoking. I'm not calling him off for smoking blunts. I'm not saying even allegedly whatever. I'm just saying. There was a lot of blunt smoking in the room. He was chilled. He didn't look too whatever. It's like, you know, the Lakers, I remember, too, the Lakers were only, like, four and a half games out of a playoff spot with, like, 17 left, and he tapped out. Oh, I don't feel well. Like, LeBron mailed it in. Let's just be real. You know? He did. And... I saw it, and I know diehard Laker fans saw it. I was there with Magic Johnson. I was there with James Worthy and Kareem and Riley in that era. So I'm not a Laker fan by heart, by nature, but I'm a Magic Johnson fan. I'm a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar fan. I'm a Laker fan from that era. (laughs) Dude, I'll tell the story on the other side, man. My life used to depend on whether the Lakers would cover the spread or not. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Marenzi. My name's Bobby and I am an addict. Hey,
1: hey, Bobby. Hi, Bobby.
0: You know, you folks aren't here because you're gamblers. You are here because you are terrible gamblers. Hey, Bobby. These folks don't need to stop doing what they're doing. They just need to get better okay. at it. Sports Rage Late Night continues. I'm Marenzi. your rage. bring it. Los Angeles Lakers on the verge of a a 17th um, NBA title. One more win that gets them there. We're talking about LeBron James uh, being a Laker and LeBron James' legacy. And as we stated, so when LeBron gets there, it it was pretty transparent, right? It was like, yeah, whatever, LeBron. You know what I mean? Like you, You bounce around the league. Now you're going here for business purposes. And as I stated, and I'm just being real right now. If you you know, there's a lot there were a lot of incidences last year, and I get it. They were playing well before he got hurt. They were decent, but I think he was more concerned with space jam. I think he was more concerned with his his business deals and the the HBO barbershop and all that other type of stuff. I think it was just sort of part of it. Basketball was just sort of part of it. Now, truth be told, I think he also knew that yeah, I'm not winning with this team. Like these aren't the guys I'm going to be able to win a title with. So I, you know, and you saw that they they tried to get AD last year, didn't work out. So everything sort of got put on the back burner, and then they were able to get AD, and uh, here we here we are right now. But as I stated, and LeBron has conceded the same thing, doing an interview from the bubble, um, saying they don't care about your resume at all um, until you become a Laker. Then you've got to do it as a Laker, and then they will respect you. I've learned that, as uh, LeBron uh, goes on to say, uh, you know about the expectations of of what uh, Lake Laker fans um, Laker fans expect, and he understands, especially with the the Kobe passing, right. Kobe passing and the way LeBron handled it, LeBron was the face of it. LeBron was the one that spoke after. You know, so LeBron took that head on, gained a lot of respect from Laker fans. But if there was no championship, like, Le- you know, it sounds crazy, but like LeBron James is like, you know, LeBron James is jersey and uniform. There's no banner in there. Then he's, look at how high the bar is uh, as far as the Lakers. They won a lot. And, you know, Magic Johnson was a Laker. Kobe Bryant was a Laker. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar played for other teams, but Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you think him? he's a Laker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, James Worthy is a Laker. You know, these guys are Lakers. And, you know, Kobe Bryant you know, was a Laker. Like, these guys are like, you know, Jerry West. There's pure sort of Lakers. And... You know, Shaquille O'Neal got welcomed into that club because he won so much, right? He wasn't a, you know, he wasn't drafted by the Lakers, but he won. So LeBron needs to win, number one. And the fact that LeBron can win in a year in which Kobe passed, it catapults him into becoming a Laker. <laughs> like, like all the other Laker people will be nice to him now, like the other Laker players that before, like, yeah, he's not really a Laker. Yeah, now it'll be like, yeah, he's a Laker. Now, you know, especially now, but LeBron James totally understands it. And it's funny because I I talked about this. And, you know, one thing, one thing that I do find, though, LeBron is honest a lot, but then at the same point in time, he contradicts himself in which he talks about how you need to win in Los Angeles for them to respect you. And uh, I see right now that LeBron James is 3-0 and in NBA Finals games in which there is a chance to clinch the championship. Oh, boy. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. As Al Del Vecchio from Happy Days used to say. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. yeah, guys, uh, I think, listen, they're wearing the Kobe jersey tomorrow. For the record, they're 4-0. That is their record in the playoffs when they wear this Kobe jersey. And I give them credit for not overdoing it because if I was them, I'd just wear it every night. <laughs> I'd be like, "Listen, it's Colby's jersey. We're wearing it every night, and it brings us magic, and we're gonna win the title." But they they're busting it out tomorrow night, which it's almost like, "Oh God, yeah, yeah." They're busting out the Colby jersey. You know, they're trying to win it in the Colby jersey, and they're they're four and zero, but. LeBron James is 3-0 in NBA Finals games in which there was a chance uh, for him to clinch the championship. With a, If he does it again with a victory on Friday, he would become the first player to be 4-0 in such situations. According to the Elias Sports Bureau. Ah, what do they know? Actually, they know everything, the Elias Sports Bureau. They know everything. So, like, you know, and I know we probably have LeBron haters tuning in, but I know we got a lot of LeBron fans as well tuning in. So, but for you haters out there, and listen, I've always, I'm have i still on Team Jordan, but you, you got to give credit where credit's due. I mean, if the guy, you know, only player in NBA history to close this out 3-0, and when he has a chance to win a championship, he could become uh, 4-0. And it's funny because people always look for holes. People always look for holes in LeBron James's like resume. And my my argument against LeBron over the years was I you know I don't like the fact cries all the time. That that's one thing that gets to me. I'm not I'm not a fan of the crying all the time, but my deal was that the lack of intensity and the lack of a killer instinct. You know what I mean that he's okay with being, you know, three and six in the finals. That, you know, like three and six, yeah, it's good. You won three titles, but that's not six and oh, man. Like Michael Jordan, like there's different levels to this stuff. And like Michael Jordan's intensity factor is a next level. The killer instinct that Jordan had is like next level. But I've come around on this and, you know, a lot of it sort of took the last, the last dance sort of highlighted it for me. Well, I always sort of knew it. And I don't know if it's because I'm older now, but you ask yourself, who's ha- who's a happier person, LeBron James or Michael Jordan? I-, I can't get a Michael Jordan's head. And I know Michael Jordan's got like billions of dollars and LeBron is ri- uh, not as rich as Jordan is, even as rich as LeBron is. Jordan's like rich, rich, you know? Jordan owns NBA teams and NASCAR teams now and like you know what I mean like Jordan's rich 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 from from shoes right but looking from the last dance like Jordan's like a bitter man like you know what I mean like he you know he, he barely smiled the only time he ever smiled or laughed is when he was laughing at someone else like Jordan like never smiled like yeah I'm the bastard yeah we won you saw at the end of the documentary he said well we should have won 8 we should have won nine, and you know it bothers him, right? So I'm just saying, like, LeBron, LeBron has lived a great life, but I think that, like, people have looked for holes. So his first title, uh with the Miami Heat, and I said the same crap. Yeah, whatever, dude. You went to the Miami Heat. You guys stacked the deck. Uh, we talked about it. You had Bosh. You, uh, you had Dwayne Wade, and you had, you had Ray Allen. Ray Allen was the one that was always clutched there, you know, for you guys in, the, in that era. You won two out of four only. One of them was total garbage, and you know the the league like screwed over the Mavericks. So you know we could go on. Um, so that one, yeah, whatever. But if you look at you look at the championships, you look at the championships uh, that that he won. So the you know the Miami ones, they don't hold. You know, they're not special. It's not doesn't feel special. But you can't deny there—he's got two rings. That's two championships there. The, and like, you know, how do you not give him credit for the Cleveland one? They're down three-one, guys. It's the only time it ever happened in NBA Finals history. So, like, I'm just pointing out for like the so-called lack of clutchness with LeBron. I'm like, I don't know—he came back down from three-one against the Golden State Warriors. Never happened before. And you know, Golden State Warriors, a pretty good basketball team. Yeah, Draymond Green got suspended, but whatever. It's not LeBron's fault that Draymond's a stupid idiot, like most people that go to Michigan State are. So, um, I know it's. You look at that one. That's a pretty damn special one. Then you throw in the fact that Cleveland never wins anything. Uh, besides, you know, getting mocked the most. Besides Buffalo, you know, as far as cities in America, think how special that was. He goes back to Cleveland. Pat Riley told him, "You're making the biggest mistake of your life, leaving." He gets redemption after being hated and people burning his jerseys. <laughs> he wins in Cleveland. Goes to L.A., feels like a big phony move, real Hollywood type. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're a big phony. You're only there just to you know to cut movies and TV show deals and stuff like that. But ultimately, he ends up winning in Los Angeles. Yeah, you win NBA titles with three different teams. And, oh, yeah, you did it with the Lakers. In a year in which Kobe Bryant died. And it's not like, oh, yeah, Kobe Bryant died and the Lakers win every year. So, oh, and you did it in a year. The Lakers haven't won since Kobe Bryant. So, this, like, and it's just interesting that LeBron not even gets it that LeBron goes from being, yeah, yeah, we're going to deface, um, we're going to deface your, <laughs> we're going to deface your mural to, to being, like, basically on the Mount Rushmore. Like, you know, LeBron wins this. He's re- he's there. Like, I know it's not, like, multiple titles like these other guys there, but especially in a year that Kobe passed. I mean, if you're a Laker fan, I don't know what more he could have done for you. And listen, Anthony Davis as well. Anthony Davis as well. And the Lakers are now pissed. And how about this? Like, the, yeah, Lawrence Frank wins the, the executive of the year, the Clippers. How does the Clippers ex- how is the Clippers GM the executive of the year? They get bounced in the second round of the playoffs. How about Messiah Jerry too? La- Raptors win a title last year. Messiah Jerry was the fourth best executive of the year. This year, they lose Kawhi Leonard. The- they they win like a million games, and he's fifth. So in other words, the executive of the year is a pile of crap, but the Laker players are pissed that Palenka didn't get it. Four trades late 1910s. Bring it.
1: grid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com
0: rage it up sports rage with gabe morency rage all you want let me get this straight. You took all the money you made franchising your name and bid it against the Harlem Globetrotters? Oh, uh,
1: I thought the generals were due. He's spinning the ball on his finger. Just take it. Take the ball. That game was fixed.
0: They were using a freaking ladder, for God's sakes. Sports rage. Late night continues. I'm Renzi. Right, we talked about LeBron James, the Los Angeles Lakers. Get ready for a lot of Colby stuff. It's going to be an emotional night uh, tomorrow night uh, for Lakers fans and uh, for for uh, Vanessa Bryant and, uh, and everybody. And you, you don't you just get the feeling that it's done? And, you know, this is coming from someone that's bet on the Miami Heat in every game. I bet on the Lakers in one game, actually. The one game they lost. <laughs> the one game they lost. I had them in a money line parlay. Uh, but I should have known better. So I'm taking it the heat in uh in three of the four games. But as the game approaches, I'm starting to get the feeling I think the first if we want to get really cocky here on the way out in what I think is gonna be the last NBA game of the year, and what a what a fun run it's been actually. Like let's give props. You know how like in the NCAA March Madness tournament they they have that um one shining moment crap? They should do that for like the NBA. Said with a different song. <laughs> But they, you know what I mean, they should do a montage of, like, just think back of, like, how crazy 2020's been and, like, the Phoenix Suns going 8-0, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, just some of the memories of, like, you know, T.J. Warren going off and, um, you know, some great, you know, Denver Nuggets coming back from 3-1 twice, the Clippers getting eliminated, there's so many crazy moments that happened in the, in the NBA hub and uh, bubble, why was the NHL a hub and the NBA a bubble? It's the same thing, right? Hub bubble. <laughs> I I I don't I don't get that. Hockey always has to be different. So yeah, some some great memories, but you know one thing I want to bring up tonight's football game, all right? So it wasn't it wasn't um, it wasn't pretty. These Thursday night games rarely are. Twenty nineteen final score, but one thing if you notice tonight, it was pretty nasty and violent. It was pretty old school. Like the Bears, like Khalil Mack was trying to like kill Tom Brady, and Tom Brady what didn't like it very much. And somebody else, I I, I forget who it was, his name like came in on the on the Bears. I don't know if you guys remember, but he came in real low on Brady, man. Like it should have been a penalty, to be honest. You're not allowed to sack in the quarterback low. He came in at the knees. Like it it appeared to me like the Bears were trying to hurt. Uh, Tom Brady like they they it was like borderline dirty type stuff like they were slamming him down they were pushing his chest when they got like Khalil Mack was talking a lot of smack and trying to get him and that's you got to do that though I don't have a I don't have a problem with it I'm not like crying about it. oh Tom Brady Brady hates that stuff Brady's a pretty boy Brady doesn't like that Brady likes to get protected from the refs and stuff and He's not getting the same – he doesn't get the same calls anymore because it's not Belichick and the Patriots. A different. He's in a new world now, and he – you know, and the line's not great. Like Tom Brady got smoked tonight a few times, right? But the Buccaneer players knew it, and the Buccaneer players were like – they were going – like you saw what they did to Robinson. Like they were tra- – they were like, all right, all right, all right it's going to turn to this. So I actually enjoyed the nastiness of the game. And that's one thing I want to bring up as far as, like, baseball and, and the Dodgers and the L.A. and San Diego series. In which uh, the Dodgers won twelve three, and uh, now move on. Uh, they'll play on uh, Monday, I believe. I believe that was the tentative schedule that was set. Um, so, against the Atlanta Braves. But the Los Angeles-San Diego, Tampa and the Yankees, they don't like each other and it shows and it's real and it's entertaining. Like the Dodgers and Padre series was real fun to watch. Now it wasn't great if you were a San Diego fan and the Dodgers ran like the definition of running the score up. The Dodgers ran the score up on the way out here, you know, just to send a message to a new division rival. But to me, it's refreshing. Like to see, to see, like, I liked it tonight, the football game, that they didn't like each other, and they were mouthing off at each other. And the baseball games in in which, you know, they're ready to throw down all the time. It's intense. The Braves the Braves and the Marlins, like, really didn't like each other. <laughs> like, like, they don't like each other for real. Um, you know, we've heard, like, basically the Yankees and the Rays are going to brawl next year. Like, they, it's almost like a wink, you know, an agreement. The, yeah, yeah, we're going to brawl next year, like, in spring training or whatever. Like, we're going to settle this. But they can't do it now because it's game five and no one wants to get suspended. There's, like, a sheer hate level uh, that comes through. And the baseball playoffs have been great like that. They've been ultra uber intense. And I'm really enjoying it. And, I, you know, without the fans, you can feel it more, actually. Like, I don't know. There's just, there's, like, you can really just feel the the, the tension in the air with these teams. And th- these teams, like, San Diego are so cocky. Like, you know, like, Manny Machado, like, really, bro? You're the one that's upset about, like, you know, like, people hot-dogging? Are you kidding me? Manny Machado, this is what it's come to. Fernando, listen, Tatis Jr., I defended this kid. A guy hits grand slams in 10-2 games. I defended him. I said at the time, let them do it. It's it's, it's baseball, <laughs> right? But I said, hey, that's that's modern baseball. But in San Diego, we get all mad, like when the Dodgers act cocky back and run the score up on them. <laughs> like San Diego beat the Dodgers one weekend this year, and then ran their mouths and like we're not rah rah rah. And then after, like the Dodgers just like pummel them in a submission, and it's like well, rah, rah, You guys are mean. Like yeah yeah whatever, dude. You, you you ran your mouth and you got bitch slapped. That's what happened. <laughs> Okay. That's what happened. The Dodgers are on the warpath right now. Dodgers are uh, rolling. Dangerous, dangerous offense the Dodgers have. Solid pitching. Dodgers in the complete package. The Atlanta Braves are damn good. Uh, but I think the Dodgers are better. Dodgers in six. Uh, initial prediction here. And I think the Yankees are going to get it done. And then Yankees and Astros. I don't know. I, I I think the I would have to say the Yankees. We're not there yet. I don't like hypotheticals, right? That's why I'm like I don't know. We got to see the you know how it plays out, the pitching rotation and everything. But I, I don't know if the Astros can make it all the way to the World Series. I think the Astros just sort of had good matchups. But I like the intensity of baseball. And think about it, guys. The Astros. Everyone hates the Astros. <laughs> like. Like, the Rays aren't big fans of the Astros. No, they're in the American League, but the Yankees hate the Astros. They lost to the Astros, and so are the Dodgers. It's like the revenge redemption tour. Like, you want to talk about bad blood, like, trust me, the Yankees freaking hate the Astros. The two teams that hate the Astros, everyone hates the Astros. The two teams that hate the Astros the most, the Dodgers and the Yankees. All right, and here we here we are. The Astros are waiting for you, buddy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's almost like a UFC fight. Like you can't, you can't. It doesn't get better than this. And like basketball, it's been great. It's been fun. But the one that's the one thing with the NBA, and I don't mind it because I'm not, you know, whatever. The, society's different now, so I don't. It doesn't bother me as much as it bothers some people. But I notice now, like these guys aren't all hugging each other. I don't even think Tom Brady did Brady shake Nick Foles' hand tonight? I'm not even sure because I saw Foles at midfield sort of looking around and I think Brady Brady's sometimes like a you know, Brady won't always shake your hand. He's a he, that's the thing with Brady. Brady's a nice guy if he wins, but if he loses, he's a big, you know, he's like a six year old uh, kid that, you know, didn't get uh didn't get um the flavor of ice cream that he wanted. So that you know, I like the intensity, and even it's crazy because even NH the NHL, the NHL was not intense. The NHL was not intense, and I'm not putting any asterisks next to uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning Stanley Cup championship. Congratulations to them; they earned it. But at the same point in time, it just wasn't like I don't know if it was because there was no fans. I think fans do have an influence. Look, fans don't have an influence on a baseball game. Baseball players tune it out. Baseball is a cerebral sport. Hockey, it does, man. The big hit, the big save, like the 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 energy in a hockey arena is like like no other. And it just wasn't as intense. And I know the 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 the, the NHL is a great league, and the 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 players are great and super fast. And man, like the skill level is crazy. These guys can skate like you know. They're all big. Um, I get it. I get it. But it's not as, you know, it's not rock and sock them hockey anymore. Like Don Cherry would go out of business trying to like sell, sell. Um, like I remember Don Cherry used to sell rock and sock them, like, you know, video cassettes in the old days. <laughs> you would do the VHS and then DVDs or whatever the hell, you know what I mean? You can't do rock and sock them anymore. There's no rock and sock them. And like even the NHL, like they're. You know, the biggest bad blood, whatever. Someone on the Flyers hit someone on the Canadians after the game was over and ran them over. Like, ooh. It's like, in the old days, it was like the Flyers, the Canadians, used to brawl before the game started. They used to shoot pucks at each other and go, all right, let's fight. Um, So even the NHL wasn't intense. It was good. Good hockey. It was good hockey, but it wasn't intense. You know what I mean? They didn't hate each other. You could tell. Like, they're all buddies. It wasn't, it wasn't intense. The NBA has been great, but it's not intense. Like they, uh, yeah, we they all love LeBron. You're gonna see LeBron's gonna win tomorrow. Everyone on the Heat's gonna hug him and all that stuff. And oh yeah, yeah, it was great. LeBron's great, and oh, the King got it done. So it's nice to see. Uh, the, it's nice to see Khalil Mack trying to kill Tom Brady. That's what sports are. let so let's let's, let's uh, bring some aggression to the table here. It was nice to see some intensity in the football game, and the Bears playing football. And I enjoy the baseball, these rivalries and the cockiness and the bat flips and people throwing their gloves and and pitchers hitting uh people and like it's great stuff. To me, like baseball needs more of it. Like it's like hockey. People want to see fighting in hockey. What do people want to see in NASCAR? Unfortunately, a lot of people want to see car crashes in NASCAR, but people love when the when there's fights in NASCAR. You know what I mean? Like, not like people love it. It's great. Like, they they milk it. The media milks it. NASCAR pretends they don't like it, but they love it. You know, when a guy gets out of his car and he throws his helmet at the other guy, and he, he starts punching people on the other team, and there's, like, a bunch of dudes in the pit area rolling around and brawling. It's like, yeah, 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 you want to see the next race after, right? We need some intensity in sports. There's too much, you know, I think the virus as well. You know, you're in the bubble. You're all living in the same hotel and stuff like that. You see each other all the time. It's a job. It's not the same. It's not the same. So all that to say, I'm enjoying the, the intensity of the baseball playoffs. and It's only going to get more tense. It's only going to get more tense. Like I said, the, the American League, we can't lose. You know, we, we can't lose with this. Like, you know, the Astros are just a hateable, you know, they're an easy team to dislike, so there'll be interest and the ratings will be good, and people are going to be interested just to want to watch the Astros lose. If it's the Yankees and the Astros, which I think it will be, that's going to be super sick and cool. And then the Dodgers and the Braves. I'm sure it won't take long before they don't like each other. (laughs) You know? They won't. they're, They're both cocky. You got a bunch of cocky young dudes on each team. Uh, you notice the Braves seem to get into it with everybody uh the Dodgers I'm a Dodger fan but the Dodgers are a very unlikable team I totally get it if you're not a Dodger fan uh, you know I totally get it if you're another team like the Dodgers do chirp they do it like and even they do it where like I said gra put like the glove over his face he's chirping. So, like, you know, you can't really see him being a jerk unless you're really specifically noticing. But the Dodgers do a lot of little jerk things to you. And the Dodgers do run the score up. Let's not forget, the Dodgers pissed in Arizona's pool after they took them in the playoffs. (laughs) Literally. as we wind down, shout out to our uh, boy Yang, Master Control Midtown of Manhattan. Shout out to King Ganja, listening in Dallas, Texas. Uh, We got Sooner Lisa as well in in Oklahoma. Wow, Texas and Oklahoma mingling in our chat uh, here this evening. It's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a tough game. Big game. Big game for both programs. And I don't know, man. You just can't believe that Oklahoma is going to lose three times in a row. Uh, but at the same point in time Texas's offense is really rolling right now. Oklahoma've won four of the last five times I believe against them so it's like Texas kind of are due for a win. A tough game. I I like the over in this game. And as I mentioned if you like uh, if you like the Yankees I would jump in. So it was minus 154 a couple of minutes ago at uh, FanDuel. And uh, let's hit refresh on the way out here right now. I think it's going to go up. I think my my guesstimation is it'll be in the minus 170 range. It'll get that high, like 167, 168. Come on, it's Garrett Cole. And like I said, like nut jobs, it's only nut jobs and D-Gens that are betting overnight. Speaking of which, I'm gonna get this bet in minus 154 at FanDuel right now, Garrett Cole. We've been on Tampa in the first four games. We're off the Rays wagon. We're on the yeah, the we're on the uh, the Bronx Bombers wagon now. We're in. Uh, we're in. And as far as the NBA game is concerned, man, it was seven and a half. I'm seeing seven right now. I'm sort of talking myself out of the Miami Heat. I was thinking the Heat aren't gonna roll over, the Heat aren't gonna quit. All that can be true, and they can still lose. And they can still not cover. You can get four and a half points in the first half uh Miami Heat. I think the first quarter, I can you know, I think the Heat will come out. Hot, pardon the pun, and um, but the Lakers are going to go on some, you know, second half run at some point in time, and um, they'll be popping the champagne, lighting the uh, the blunts, and celebrating their seventeenth championship. Friday night free show is always good. Game time decisions tomorrow. We'll break it all down. Other than that, you're on your own. Later.